It's Tabletop Time! I'm Murray. I'm Jen. I'm Jazza. And I'm Dave. And I am the GM for today's adventure. We are delving into the basement of the Silent Coin Tavern where our heroes, Hops, Rusty, and Marina. Marina? Marina? Marina. Who knows how to say it? Who knows how to spell it? That's part of the joy. Uh, And you are all in the basement going to bag some rats. Very traditional bit of adventuring. Because uh, you're getting a copper per rat that you can kill. There's apparently been a bit of a plague of rats in this town. Not sure what's going on, but uh, after talking to them briefly, they were magically possessed by something and have now turned, assumed the form of a rat swarm in the center of this basement room. And we rolled initiative at the end of the last episode. Yep. Anything we need to cover before we get started straight into combat? Uh, that I am curious as to if we're attacking... Many rats with multiple things, bless you, or if this counts as one. I just saw God. <laughs> DM down. <laughs> My, like, you know, in Stra- uh, Doctor Stranger, he gets like punched in yeah. his soul. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this a many rats conceptually oh. only, but it acts as one enemy? Yes, it's a swarm of rats, is the name of the enemy. Cool. All right. Okay. And these ones are especially uh, vigorous and seem to be sort of controlled by a dominant will that is forcing them to act in this way. Yeah. Think right. of like the, the, the schools of fish that are tightly sort of packed together and gotcha. sort of act as an entity. All right, hive mind. Let's do this. Cool. Who's going first? Because initiative... Initiative was rolled in Rusty. You're up first. Before ratties. Step out of the way, hag! I see the very slow-to-react hag in front of me. Yes, who can't step out of the way. Oh, no! Because it's not her turn. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Fine, I'll just push my way through then. Yep. uh, So, you're going to go adjacent to the rats? No. I leap up onto the barrels. I'm going to get you to make an acrobatics check. I will happily make an acrobatics (laughs) check. That is a 15. Okay, with a 15, you definitely jump up onto some barrels. You are a bit crunched up into the corner a little bit. You know, you have to crouch on your knees, and those old knees just ain't what they used to be. But you are in a pretty good vantage point. There's no obstructions between you and the rat swarm. Yep. And I ready my bow, aiming at the center, the heart of the rat swarm. Crack my neck and shout, Just like the good old days! Pull back and fire. And you have advantage on the first attack in every combat. Yes, so roll once. That was a 20. That was a crit. Well, it can't get better than a crit. Not going to roll two dice. I'm just going to keep the crit plus eight. So, I mean, it's a hit. So It is a hit. So how does the critical work now that I'm rolling damage? So you roll two damage dice for your criticals, but you only add your modifiers once. What are we doing for D8s? So that is yours. This is D8. Now, um... So, what did you say about crits? I didn't absorb it. You rolled two times the damage dice. Now, I am going to make this a teaching moment. Jazza is, of course, fairly new to D&D. But I'm going to make it a punishing teaching moment because I'm not going to... uh, I'm not going to give you your thing, but I'm going to tell you about your thing. It's not going to matter. You guys are going to deal with a swarm of rats. You're level four adventurers. Thank you. But... You have abilities that you can use as bonus actions. You can use those bonus actions before you attack. For example, one of them, I believe, is you designate a target, and any time you attack that target, you deal an extra D6 damage to mm-hmm. them. Now, you you can you have to declare that prior to, obviously, attacking. Uh, if It's mainly gr- useful for groups of enemies. No. Combat? No, because you could have bonus action, pick them, and then any attack against the swarm, you get a D6 damage. And I can do it as damage. many times as... Just, you have no limit on the amount of times you can do that. It's part of your class. 
Sure. It is the, I think it's okay. the Slayer's Prey ability. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so what, when you get a crit, you actually double all dice that you roll. Nice. So you would have doubled that D6 as well. But because I don't want this rat to die instantly, next oh, time come remember. On, right, come on, come uh, <laughs> so no, you're gone. You're... Slayer's Prey. Starting at third level, you can focus your ire on one foe, increasing the harm you inflict on it. As a bonus action, you designate one creature you can see within 60 foot. Uh, first time each turn you hit, it deals an extra D6 damage. Okay. So I roll twice? Yep. D8. That's an eight and a five. So 13, what's your damage mod? Plus four. So 17 piercing damage. Yeah. Plus, plus the target thing? What was the choosing the... Well, you didn't do it, so nothing. Okay. All right, fair yeah. enough. That was the punishment. <laughs> you thought you were too... Yeah, so yeah. I've explained now how it works now. On this, this is the, like, taste test enemy, yeah. just to get you guys rolling dice. Uh, and then, of course, you will remember next time. You're, you really are a bit rusty. <laughs> oh, am I? Well, you, you just leaped up and cr crashed in the corner of the room and pierced <laughs> you, in the centre of the... As a monster hunter, maybe you just didn't think this was worth focusing your yeah. ire on as the slayer's prey. This is just rats. Yeah. So your arrow flies through and just shoots straight for the centre of the mass. However, as it impacts with the group of rats... Uh, and it takes several out. The arrow actually clean, it cleaves through four rats as it skewers them to the floor like a grizzly kebab. You realise that mundane weapons are going to be less effective against this foe because of its capacity to move as a swarm. And, and damaging it is killing elements of it, which of course slowly weakens it, but you're not actually like injuring a single creature. So you have determined that it actually is resistant to your arrows, so it will take less damage. Okay. In fact, resistance in D&D is half damage. Okay. So your 17 damage is turned into 8 as you round down as well. Okay. Yeah. But you still made a rat shish kebab of 4 rats. Nice. The rats! Hey, that's 4 copper. <laughs> that's a start. Yeah, I, shout, I shout that across to Hops. I got four copper for you, tavern goals. A start's a start. <laughs> the rats are going to swarm all around Morena, and they actually enter your space, swarming into the square and crawling all over you. And they make an attack roll. Does a nine meet your AC? It does not. So as these rats try to get purchase and scratch and bite and claw, you kind of shake them and rub them off and get them off you, and none of them manage to get enough purchase to sink their fangs in. And then it is Hops. Okay, so Hops is going to give a big bear shout. He's just going to... And pull out his axe. Mm -hmm. That was and, uh, haunting. Yeah, and we're going to go straight for it. So you bulge past a barrel. In fact, you knock over a keg nice. as you run past with your bear-like bulk. Nice. Um, and I'm going to pick up my axe and give it a huge swing into this one. All right, just cleave down into it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, there is a moment of fear that you catch in Marina's eyes as a battle axe swings towards her, mm -hmm. the rats all over her. Yeah. Uh, so that's a 10 plus 6, so 16. 16, that hits. Great. Which is a 12. Max damage again, you guys are rolling so hot! How much damage is that? 
plus four, so 14. 16. 12 plus four is 16. Oh, 16, sorry. Which is half to eight. Uh, you, your axe operates like a, a fine razor, shearing the hairs off Morena's uh, body, but those hairs are in fact rats. A couple of little rat hands remain attached to like bits of fabric, but Oof. for the majority, you just like and cleave about six rats, which just fall dead to the ground. And the swarm is already looking diminished. It's actually, um, it's now beneath half the beginning number of rats. Okay. Uh, and then we have Morena. Personal space, dear hops, really. I'm going to sort of brush off a couple of them and then sort of go for the heart of them. I thrust out my hand, uh, yell a string of unknown syllables, my eyes glow purple, and I use poison spray. Oh, okay. So they make a constitution save. 17. That is a success. So you spray this this like mist of poison towards them, and the rats just passes over them. Whether their senses are dulled by their perception, uh, by their possession, or they're just used to breathing poisonous aromas, uh, they, it doesn't seem to affect them at all. And they continue to swarm, regrouping as Rusty is up. Clearly, okay, did, clearly thrown off a little bit. They did. They missed. Nice. Hmm. Okay, just sort of out of character and uh, to help the noob. If they're resistant to an arrow, they're resistant to normal weapons or? So they're resistant to bludgeoning, piercing and slashing damage. Basically any mundane weapon. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. And in fact, they're resistant to them even from magical. Oh. Because it usually says bludgeoning, piercing, slashing from non-magical attacks. The reason they have resistance is that even if, if you sweep through the swarm, you'll only hurt the ones your blade touches. Whereas, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you do that to a person's leg, <laughs> then their leg up and down is damaged by the leg cutting in the middle. So yeah, effectively, you can only kill a few rats at a time. Is there any fire present in this room? It's a couple of candles, but you don't think they'd appreciate you. Um burning the place. Uh, the, the rat swarm is already diminished. <laughs> it's actually half the rats lay yeah. dead. Alright, I uh, aim true again, and I am going to target the rats actively with uh-huh. that So you use your slayer's foe feature? I do use my slayer's foe feature. Uh-huh. And roll a 20 again! I got a 9. Slayer's prey. Uh, but I'm going to roll again and get a 22. Two. 9. Uh, I'll keep the 9, sir. So you don't have advantage after the first turn, it's only your very first shot that has advantage. Oh, is it? I got a but nine. You, the first one was a nine. Was, did that include your modifiers? No, so nine plus eight is fifteen. No, seventeen. 17. Everyone here I is really bad. I said that so confidently. <laughs> so, so bad at me. <laughs> that would be double. We finally found Jazz's one weakness. <laughs> it's arithmetic. Seventeen plus. Oh wait, no, seventeen. Seventeen. You hit. You okay. hit. Your arrow flies true, straight towards the heart of the remaining rats. And I do. Six damage. Okay. So you, Rounded de- oh, half, so. so you manage to clock only one rat as it just <laughs> another rat is shish kebobbed onto the floor. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then it's the rat's turn. They, the, the ones that remain, renew their vigorous attack, attempting to bite Marina. They're already. Actually, you know what? The rat swarm moves up to the source of the arrows, swarming over the furniture, most leaving dead and severed bits ah! of bits of rat in its wake. Yeah. As they enter your space, yeah. and they make an attack roll against Rusty. As I have wasted one whole arrow on one little rat. Two. I got two. 
Oh, my my, my last one. attack, yeah. I, I shout at Hops, That's a false economy, you understand? One copper, my arrow is worth more than the rat I slayed. <laughs> uh, you may be able to recoup your, your arrows, so don't, yeah. don't count them out altogether. 11 versus your AC, does that hit? It uh, does not, if it's below, right? The rats climb over your armour and they start to bite the studded leather but can't get any purchase through it. That's it. Next up is Hops. Um... Okay, so Hops is going to shout back at Rusty and say, invest in an axe next time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Be careful where you swing that thing. And you were going to come a bit over. <laughs> as close as I can. Yeah, you probably, because he's act- the rat's actually in the square. Okay. So you'd be here, swinging up at Rusty. Awesome. Oh, because we're actually doing squares. Yeah. Because yeah, there's yeah. a whole system to it. Um, yeah. So many... he's in your space. The rats are in your space. Gonna oh, pull up my so axe. So that's a sc- okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. I pull up my axe. Mm-hmm. Give another swing. Okay. Yep. Oh no, it's a three plus six. A nine. nine. You swing your axe low at the legs, and with a last-minute jump, Rusty like jumps and dodges the axe, and you just cleave, and your axe smacks into some wooden furniture, oh. and you have to pry it out, but no rats get caught in the swing. Don't worry, buddy. You'll get the hang of it. Marina. All right. I sort of also stand back as the, the axe sort of kind of ends its trajectory near me once again. And I'm going to sort of step back a little bit, almost against the, uh, the other side of the room, and say, really, this is most tedious and unelegant. And I sort of whip my hand around and... Some magic sort of extends out in a sort of reverberating echo and then it becomes tangible as I flick with, like, a whip of thorns. The cow whip of doom. Okay. <laughs> is that an attack roll? It is. Oh, that's also going to be... Oh, that's a ten. A ten. You hit with a ten. Aye. All right. That is one d6. What type of damage is this? Uh, that is an excellent question. Let me check that. Do I see a six there? Max damage again. Yeah. yeah, nice. Meanwhile, I'm going chop chop on your armor and doing a whole lot of not much. Yeah, rude. This is the taste test. This this is all just to get you guys rolling dice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It is rats. piercing damage. Piercing damage, and you just do the raw six. Yes. Okay. What's your weapon? Your attack weapon. What? What are you attacking with? It's a, a magical whip of thorns. Cool. And as it reach, you pull back and it whiplash and there's a crack in the air, like a whip cracking, and that point of the whip hitting just hits one rat, which just explodes with the thorn, <laughs> just this little blast of blood as a rat gets whipped off your shoulder. And uh, then we're up to Rusty again, who's just had a rat explode off his shoulder and a whip crack right next to your head. <sighs> yes. Oh. Also, um... I sort of am also able to slightly tug the entity. I only killed one, but I can sort of tug the entity five feet closer to Ah, would you like to? Sort of sort of away from Rusty and down off all the furniture. And in the it's almost like a uh, that reverse shockwave, the vacuum effect of the magic. It's whoosh, even though the whip hit killed one, there's like this whoosh, and it just pulls a bunch of rats which fall off onto their onto the floor on their back and like spin their legs in the air. Okay, we're back to the first mm-hmm. 
How many rats are we facing? Now? Oh, there's a handful left. I go to, I leap off of the top of the barrel to jump on top of the rats, try and stomp a few as I do, and with my dagger, try and pierce a few. I'm just like trying cool. to skewer the, the rest manually. Make a dagger attack. All right. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so you roll your d4 for your dagger. Yep. And you also roll the d6 for your slayer's mark. Nice. What's it called? Slayer's prey. And then you roll that again, so that was a three. Yep. Plus six is nine, and then you add your damage bar. Four. Four, so uh, 13. You drop down, and there were, I said there were a handful of rats left. One foot lands on two rats, like bang, <laughs> bang, under each foot. There's a sickening crunch. And as you land, almost in that Iron Man hero pose, but with a dagger in your hand, you skewer the second to last rat, and there is one rat that remains. The swarm is entirely dispersed. The swarm is killed. There's one rat. But there's one rat. And I, uh, acting as if I left it willingly, turn looking up to Hops and say, like indicating, well, come on, you're going to slay your first foe or what? And it it is the rat swarm's initiative. Do you say anything, uh, Hops? Uh, I will, I appear over at, um, Marina, where we're in there, um, and I say, should I catch it? Yes, catch it. It will lead us straight to the person we're seeking. And in the time it's taken you to have that brief conversation, the rat is already gone. Oh. But you can see where it goes. It just scurries across the room with eyes glowing red. And then beneath these beams of wood, it just sort of scurries down into, into a pile of rubble. Ah, never mind. It's going all of its own accord. And you have killed a swarm of rats. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Your first combat. <laughs> Hopefully they weren't the only two crits you get all session and you use them on that. We'll say like crack like sort of start stretching like yeah, feeling limber, three three pints and a swarm of rats to warm up. I'm feeling pretty good. I do sort of miss this, I say begrudgingly, looking at Hops. How do you feel, buddy? Hops gives you like a really toothy smile. Good lord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hops notices these giant beams and is going to wander over and go inspect them. Mm -hmm. How heavy do they look? Uh, Make a perception check. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Would you like to reclaim your arrows? Yes, please. Make, ah. make a woodcarver's tool proficiency check. Ah, your fletching just, talent. Okay, cool. So it's it. You get um, proficiency, and I'm going to say this can be a dex. This, this is a dexterous point, tool. Point to the thing. I'm Basically, you adding you plus six to your dice roll. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, a critical fail. Yeah, and with a, while I was going to make it extremely easy, uh, with a critical fail, you actually fail to recoup your two arrows and you only have 18 arrows left. You pull, you, you get them out, and they're, they're just, the heads are stuck in the hardwood, and even though you carefully to try and get it out, the arrows actually yeah. fray and snap as you pull them out. You, you recycle the fletching, but it's 
Yeah, the, the arrows are gone. Eighteen arrows remain. Though the arrows are gone, at least my strength is still here to pierce such hard wood still. <laughs> you do have a kebab of uh, four rats. Uh, and I step, uh, moving behind the group, sort of grab the bag and start bagging rats behind us. Cool. I'm like, one copper, two copper. You bag 30 rats uh, as you do that. But meanwhile, hops, what did you get again, sorry? So I got an eight for my perception. An eight. Uh, you, you, they, you look around and you can't see anything beneath the rubble detritus in the wood, but they look like very heavy wooden beams. Okay. You've lifted very heavy things in the past. I'm going to try and pick one up and see if I can shove it to the side. Make a strength athletics check. Okay. Uh, that is an 18 plus 6, so... Whoa, 23. Yep. <laughs> With the heft and a groan. Yep. And then I... Can I see anything on the floor? Yeah, so you lift up the two wooden pillars. <laughs> push the wood up against the wall, lean it up. There's a bit of detritus and rubble, and you see that in the floor, the wood... It's actually been gnawed through, large enough for even you to crawl through. There's a big hole in the floor. It's it's just the wood's eaten away. And beneath that, there is a steel trap door that looks like it was built over. Mm. Like the wood was... they. It's not deliberately hidden like a secret entrance. It's literally just they have built the foundations of this building on top of it and not known it was there. Mm. Hey, hey, guys. Ops found the secret passage. <laughs> uh, always a good feeling to find one of those. <laughs> well, go on then. Open it up. So I, I walk up to take a look and go, yes, well done, Min. Hops. It's a friendly pat. <laughs> All right. Now, how, how are go you feeling then. about your uh, hero's journey? This uh, call has been heated, and off we go to adventure. I'm sure it's proceeding quite well. I'm sure it will not take any time. We simply have to kill some rats. That will that will be all that's required. I'm it, sure. It truly is a paint-by-numbers sort of thing when you get used to it. These silly humans are so good at ridding their curses. I'm sure this is all that's required. Okay. So, do you open the thing? Yeah, yeah, I peer down and open up the, the trapdoor. All right. You reach the trapdoor to lift it. There's a few gaps in the stonework where the rats have clearly crawled through. But at the actual trapdoor itself, you go to reach and lift it and... Seems locked. Locked. Oh. Uh. There is an old rusted-looking keyhole in it. And even through the... the uh, rocks that have been displaced by the rats. You can see part of the rusted lock mechanism pressing into the stonework. How breakable does it look? It, it, it's made of steel, but it's rusty old, and all the all the elements of it are all out of shape. So it looks easier to break than um, you would think, sort okay. of thing. Um, I turn to my friends and say, "Well, step back." Just shoot for you guys to step back here. <laughs> Eyebrow raised, I, I do so. And I pull out my axe again and give it a big chop. Okay, make an attack roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, a nine plus six. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the axe smacks into the stonework and just... Like, sort of breaks a little bit of stone off, but doesn't make much purchase. Mm. The material just seems too resilient uh, for an axe. And you realise you'll damage and blunt your axe if you keep trying yeah. to smack into stone and metal. However, with raw strength, you might just be able to 
break the latch, rip it out of the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll give that a shot. I put, yes. I put my axe away. Yeah. Before she does that, uh, <laughs> sorry, darling. <laughs> I'm going to use uh, mold earth to weaken the stone on the one side that has the the latch. Yeah, the yeah. latch on it. Okay, cool. Is it? Try now. So the stone sort of slides apart as the earth between each of the the actual individual rocks gives way under the druid's magic. I'll use my hands. Make a strength athletics check. That's a critical <laughs> fail. Da da ba 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 da ba ba. Yay! Do I do Luckily, yeah. <laughs> as you had a druid using uh, mold earth. That can count as the help action, which gives you advantage on your next skill check. So you have advantage. So you haven't crit failed, unless you roll another one. <laughs> 19. That's 19. Uh, okay. Plus, oh no, 19. 19. Hops, times a wasting. Hops. I loosened it for you. <laughs> also, because you have um, part of your racial trait is you also have the, the strength and carrying and lifting capacity increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, your biceps bulge with effort. <laughs> And there's a groaning sound, earth gives way, and then woof, you lift your arms. And holding not just, the latch doesn't snap, you actually just rip the entire trapdoor out of the earth. <laughs> a few bits of stone and dirt fall down, and you're just holding the trapdoor above your head. I turn to you guys with it still in my hand, like, oh, it's, it's open. And I throw it to the side. <laughs> a passage is a passage. And you see the, uh, there's an immediate waft of like, very smelly, but very musty, mildewy, and old stale air emanates from beneath. There are the rungs of rusty steel steps like a ladder going down. Mm. I don't think we're going to like what's down there. Oh no, you are. I mean, you came here for the adventure, did you not, Hops? That, that is a passage that would have called to the Crimson Crusader. Well, go on. And in fact, Hops, the bear, Mm. if you truly are going to be a a hero, an adventurer, at least just this once, maybe think of, during our journey, something a little more adventurous than Hops, the bear. Something heroic. While they're bonding, I'm just going to walk over to it and get, when you're quite done, I'm just going to proceed down the... <laughs> I love yes. that your character is like a witch Cruella de Vil sort of. I love it. I'm just picturing like they're going all to me like, come on, you're useless <laughs> darlings. It's so good. And Marina leads the way, your footsteps echoing against the sort of metal rungs of the stairs as you descend a deceptively long ladder. In fact, you haven't reached the ground before Hops and Rusty are on the ladder and walking down above you. But after some time, Marina's barefoot touches the silt-covered ground of ancient stonework. And you find yourself... In the dark, pitch black, in fact. However, Hops can see 60 foot uh, as if it was dim light. Correct. Uh, the other two of you, do you have dark vision? Yes, I do. Marina also can see 60 foot, but uh, but our friend Rusty is plunged in. You're in just sheer darkness. There's a pinpoint of light above, 
and that's all you can see. You can hear the flowing sound of water and the distant chittering of rats. There we go. Okay. <laughs> cool. It's so weird. We usually have headphones for yeah. tabletop and roleplay, and I can hear what's going on. Yeah. I can't hear. Um, it's pitch black in here. Uh, did anyone bring some sort of torch with them? I've never needed a torch. Is there one in You have ten torches in your adventurer's pack. Ah, oh, it might. I crack out a torch and start lighting it, preparing. There is the strike of flint on steel. With each hit, there's a spark and ember that sort of ignites the immediate error. And then after the third or fourth, the torch engulfs and you lift it up. And it flickers, strangely. It's a bit weaker than you'd expect the fire to be. It's struggling a little bit and sputtering a bit. bit. And it's giving you less light than you would like it to. There's an atmosphere in here. There's something challenging the, the air, the room that we will be moving through. Be on your guard. Around you, directly in front of you, in fact, you see a canal. A pipe is feeding sludge, slow-moving sludge-like thick brown and green water, if you'd call it water, into a canal that leads off out of the room. The extent of your vision ends as you can see the room bends around, but in front of you there is a large iron grate or gate uh, separating you from a corridor beyond. Okay. That looks like it's where we're meant to be going. Mm. Well, can I give a good old sniff with my big sniffy nose? Mm-hmm. Careful. And try and see if I can smell at the rats and what direction they're coming from. Okay, make a perception check. 14 and 14, so 14 plus 0 to 14. Uh, you try and scent the exact point the rats are, and your sense is overwhelmed with this mm. place. There is, In fact, it's uncomfortable. You wish you didn't have as good a sense of smell as you can smell rotting, decaying bodies, mildew, mold, poo, wee, Ugh. everything. It's a combination. Of, it, it's disgusting. You have no idea mm. what this place is, though. In fact, you've never encountered a place like it in your lives. This strange stone brickwork place with weird canals of sludge water that smells like poo is not something that you actually comprehend. You're not aware of it. And from a metagame perspective, uh, you know that the city above uh, is actually... Uh, Slyport is not actually plumbed. Like, there's no... No one is aware of sewers. As you came in, you saw there was refuse in the street. Um, this is kind of a few centuries mm. beyond the, the technological capacity of the town. Okay. So, with what I can see... Obviously, some of it still makes its way down here, but... With what I can see, is there any way to cross the sewer without getting dirty? That particular canal... Mm. Uh, would require a, a, an effort, some kind of creative problem solving to cross without going into the water. As Hobbs is examining the crossing and uh, this lovely sludge pool, I deftly leap across. Attempt to leap across. Make an athletics check. 
But hang on, moving across difficult terrain. That is a different thing. I know you. Is uh, it? Yeah. So no. I'll explain it for you because you do need okay. to know. Yep. Difficult terrain in D&D is terrain that is particularly hazardous and what it does is it means you can only move at half speed. So okay. your ranger allows you to ignore that. So if you're in rocky terrain, rubble, things like that, you just move full speed around okay. it. But it doesn't preclude you from having to do obstacles. All right, I'm still going to attempt. Make an athletics check. All right, let's do it. Uh, that would be no change, so 14. 14. With a 14, you manage to take a few steps back and leap across the 10-foot canal of filthy water, and you land just on the other side. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, that would be... Is that my saving throw? Uh, so the saving throw is in They're this the sa- Okay, So cool. plus 6. So 17. With a 17, your feet land just on the brickwork and they actually slip out from under you. But you, before anyone but you realizes that happens, you actually catch yourself and kind of move into a comfortable landing. But you knew you were that, that feeling of like one second away from slipping over and just hitting you, like falling on your back. Yeah. But you're like, and, and also like that would have been so easy for me back in the day. And the fact that I like faltered at what it would have been like a half second split, like not even a thought, mm-hmm. was a little embarrassing but no one noticed it it was in the dark so like yes well just uh, do that yourself my friend uh, the adventure awaits simply on the other side uh, you might have to get smelly there's something stuck on your shoe my shoe uh-huh. <laughs> give it a little shake <laughs> so um. I'm just gonna roll my eyes and head over to, to the wall and say ah oh, yes this is much more homely I'm sort of going to take a finger and take it through the, the, the moss and the grime on the wall and sort of store it in a, in a vial. Ah, take so, a sample. Yes, a sort of a, to the benefit of anyone who, who, who's taking the time to listen to my wisdom, sort of remarking, you know, you know, you'd be surprised how volatile human muck and waste can be for poisons. What exactly were the ingredients to this extraordinary ale that we're supposed to be getting your help to create? Mm. Honey? <laughs> Alarmingly concise, as more, always. More honey. honey. Uh, Marina is, of course, the master brewer. Yeah. Doesn't have the recipe, though. Uh, so you have to find the recipe, too. You're trying uh, to find okay. the perfect recipe and the ingredients. It's unlikely you'll find it on this particular quest. There's there a more, lot for these guys to do. There are more pleasant ways of brewing, Marina. <laughs> now, this isn't for you. <laughs> so, what you doing? Mm. Well, come on then. Mm. It's a simply a hop, skip, and a jump. <laughs> ah. Funny. Um. How long were the pillars back in the other room? Decent size. Probably big enough to cross that. <laughs> You're just going to drop yeah, it Yeah, that's my plan. Just, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to climb back up the ladder. Okay. Mm-hmm. You climb back up the ladder. There is a hefting sound from above as something is moved. I say, look up below. <laughs> throw the pillar down. There is a crack as it hits the ground and the sound of that sharp twisting sound of wood splitting and splintering. And then this chunk of wood, this pillar lands on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I climb back down. You climb back down. Oh. 
Now there's a true adventurer. The pieces you gain along the way, solving the puzzle, well done. I prefer to just conquer quickly, but I understand that uh, this is about your journey, so well thought. Hops doesn't like getting his feet wet. I pick it up and rearrange it, Hi. so it's over the thing. Make a, I'm just get you to do a, what's appropriate for this? We'll just go with strength, uh, strength athletics to just position it accurately. That's a natural 20 plus six. And you place, even though you're lifting this heavy beam from like one end, so all of the weight is down the other end, which is extremely difficult. uh, Your desire to not stand in literal poo uh, (laughs) manages to position it well. But you do notice a nasty looking split down the center of the board. Oh, okay. I I gesture to um, Marina first and say, it is first. (laughs) Yes, I suppose I should. And I sort of, you know, walk up to you, notice that you're not really offering a hand and go... <laughs> and just proceed across, you know, quite, quite deftly. Make a dexterity saving throw as you walk across the damaged splintered wood. It's not a high DC. Oh, pretty well. Uh, Twelve. Cool. You're fairly light and you, you just walk across. You manage to balance fairly well. It's a decently wide. It's, it's probably, you know, six inches across. Hops. It's my turn. I get on top and I attempt to walk across. Make a dexterity save throw. <laughs> we're such children. I love we're playing with little figures. We're like, I'm like, I'll do the walkies. <laughs> Six. Uh, right when you're at the center of your wood beam, no. it just <laughs> and splits in half down the middle, and your legs like get pulled apart as the two bits start to slide and slip away <laughs> from yourself. Until you're now, currently at this second, suspended doing the splits uh, as they're getting further and further apart. What do you react? I'm going to attempt to leap to the other side. Okay, uh, I'll get you to make a... This one's going to be acrobatics because you're in a disadvantageous position. (laughs) Oh, bother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You'll never know. 13. Plus or minus anything? No. All right, with a 13, you just... Jump out. There is a plop, a schlop, and a wet feeling on your back as you land on the other side. And there's just this, like, if, if the wood splashes into the water and you get that, like, backsplash, but you don't even want to look at it. Hops gets on all of, like, all of his paws and does a big dog shake. <laughs> right near you guys, because he's not considered. <laughs> for the love of... The two of you uh, get slightly coated in the fine mist of whatever was on Hops' back. Yes. It really is like the good old days. Mm. That, was, that was pretty pretty good. I've never, never jumped that Well done! And I yes. thump oh. hops on the back. <laughs> I'm sort of shaking myself. It's like, yes, thank you for sharing your elegance with us all. Your first foe slain and your first shit splash on the back. <laughs> the adventure has truly begun. <laughs> um, and I'm going to ex- uh, have a look at this door. All right, make a perception yeah. check. Does it smell like anything in particular? No. Okay. This isn't a smell check. Uh, eight. Eight. It is a large iron door. There are two room pools. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Swan on either side of it. Oh. Okay. So this endeavor better pay off. Hmm. I attempt to just lift it as it is, like pick up by the grates and push it Go Ah, uh, it doesn't budge. Doesn't budge, okay. Well, Hag, mm. isn't this your area of expertise? Magic of the sort? What? Doors. <laughs> no, um, doing things that, you know, magic or something. Ah, doing things that you can't. Yes, that is my expertise, isn't it? And I'll sort of She's go so up sassy. to the door. I love it. <laughs> and I'll sort of, sort of look at it for a while, contemplating, while I also uh, contemplate. Yes, it appears to be locked. Well then, do you want to just lift this one out of its own frame again too, Hops? Oh. It worked last time. Hops goes over to one of the rings. Mm-hmm. It kind of plays with it. Does it give any release? Like, it moves around in your hand. Okay. It's a bit of a rusty twang to it. And if I pull it, does it do anything? Uh, you pull it mm-hmm. and it goes... Oh. It actually comes out of the wall on oh. a chain. <laughs> and then... Did you see? Did you you only see pull it? it out a little bit. Cool. I just keep playing with it. Nothing happens. Hmm. Any Is ideas? there only the one? There's two. There's two. I yank on the other. How? Describe yanking on it. Reaching over, grabbing it, and to the same degree of strength, seeing seeing as though mm-hmm. Hobbs's was fairly uneventful, I just try and. Are you trying to pull it out as far as you can, or are you just moving it in and out a little I'll bit? Give it, I'll give it a play at first. Yeah, it just does the same thing. Okay, then I start, grab the other one, and I'm like, perhaps both at the same time. Oh, yes, yes, okay. Oh. You, you, both of you make a strength check. Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, hey! So, with hops with one hand and, and Rusty with one foot up against the wall and two hands pulling back... Both uh, these ring pulls come back and, and chain links just as, as you keep pulling back. It kind of like a start pull on a mower, but you pull it all the way back uh, to the, its extent and then just as you can sort of almost, not for hops, this is for Rusty, hops is a bit bigger, his arms are a bit bigger, uh, you get to the extent there's a click and then you let go and the two things, you get the sense you should let go yep. and the chains fall to the ground and then slowly start to like... Up into the wall, and the thing, uh, the gate just slides up into the roof. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! Right. Let's go! Hurry! I sort of just walk walk through as, as soon as it's it's up. <laughs> <laughs> like we're holding these chains, and you're yeah. just like yeah, my hands are still behind my back, and I just sort of <laughs> proceed through as if you know it is the door to my own abode. And as Marina steps forth. A new room is revealed to you. As you step into the corridor, the first thing your dark vision catches is a single rat with red glowing eyes. The end of the corridor that glances towards you and then runs off into the next room. You're at the head of the corridor and you've all just started to walk through a door. What are you doing? Well, lead the way if you're so impatient. Sort of rub my hands and say, it appears we're getting warmer. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll sort of stalk my way down slowly, sort of 
ob observing the, the state of this tunnel. I follow behind, positioning myself between the two people with yeah. good night vision. I, I want to know how much this tunnel is frequented by the rats. Basically, you know, is there a lot of evidence that they're, they're here? Basically, how close we might be getting to their nest. Make a perception check. Cool. Um, 21. 21. You note that there is quite a bit of movement and muck uh, along the sides uh, that looks like it's been constantly ran through, but the centre actually looks like it doesn't receive any major traffic. It almost seems, actually towards the end, it seems deliberately avoided, as if things trying to walk on the edges rather than the walls. Unfortunately, that's a difficult endeavour for human-scale things, as it's a fairly tight sewer tunnel. Um, but it definitely looks like rats traverse this area quite a lot. Get a move on. Patience is a virtue, so I'm told. You're However, trying to get all the virtues on your quest now, are you? That is the idea, I think. Sort of thoughtfully, sort of ponder that one and continue forwards a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you get to get to the end, so we can sort of have a look around in the next room, see what's in store. Cool. You take a step into that last bit and have a look around. You see a dark room full of pipes, but as your foot alights the ground that has been avoided and not tread very often, a stone underneath your foot gives way and you just feel like underneath oh. your foot. I wouldn't move if I were you. What was that? Ah, you just triggered a trap, I believe. Oh. The door behind you just drops to the ground with a clang. Oh. That was off camera. I need to do that again. <laughs> we won't edit it. I just want to see it. Set your forearms in the way. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's it. Moist. <laughs> well Pops. then, looks like we're going to be each other's company for some time. Pops kind of turns around. Can, does it look like from what I can see that there's any way to open that door now? There are no wrinkles on the back <laughs> yep. side of the door. Oh. Well... Forwards it is. And only deeper it goes. I say with a smirk. And as Morena gets to the edge, you see on the top of this pipe that red-eyed rat glares at you and then it leaps off into the water with a splash and there's this sound of swimming occurring. And... As... Well, that sound doesn't bode well for our future cleanliness. Uh, where is the other one? Where is my model? And as you get your bearings even more, <laughs> you hear the loud padding of heavier feet on the ground as a horrible, malformed-looking albino rat, a giant rat, pops its head up from the pipes and another exits from the sewers. And they both hiss in their foul rat-like way towards you. Yes. The speak with animals, was that for ten minutes or an hour? I think it's ten minutes. It's I've got no up. idea. <laughs> I, uh... I think it's ten minutes, so that'll have worn off by now, so that's fine. And there is a, dr from a dark, you can't really see up, but from above you hear a sound, a quick <laughs> noise, and then the padding sound of two feet 
landing on pipes. Whoa! As in front of you, a humanoid rat drops into an aggressive crouch. And you get a roll initiative! Yay, this is terrifying! It's better. 19. I got a 2. 6. Yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So, a crit was the rads. Of course it was. Uh, they're two separate groups though. And I got a 13 for my other one. So, did anyone get higher than 13? Yeah. I got 19. Actually, sorry, where? What did you get? This particular Radis friend uh, probably has a mod. So, initiative plus two. So, 15. Mm. So, between 15 and 20? I got 19. Rusty? Between 10 and 15? Mm-mm. Marina? Two. Hops? I also got two. Dex mod? No. Uh, Marina, do you have a Dex mod? No. Do you have a negative to Dex? No. Alright, we'll just have you roll off to see who goes first. Okay. I got a 16, you got a 1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, combat has commenced. And the rats go first with their crit. And they immediately scurry forth straight towards Marina, who is at the entrance, and fill the spaces there. And they're going to make an attack. Rude. And these creatures have pack tactics, so they get advantage. The first rat bites at you and gets a 12. Big first OC, hits. A 12 hits? A 12 hits! Yeah, high armor. Love it. Uh, you take five piercing damage as this foul giant Ooh. rat's fangs press into your flesh. And then you must make a constitution saving throw. And you seem to be fine. You don't... There's some kind of foul, disgusting, like, build-up of bacteria on these rats' mice. And, uh... But it doesn't seem to penetrate you. The second one bites you. This one also hits with a 22. And it does four damage. And makes you make another constitution saving throw. Another 12. Cool, you pass. And then it is... uh, It was four and how much? Four and five were the two lots of damage you took. And then it is Rusty. Being the experienced adventurer, I know where to aim. Mm -hmm. Putting my focus on the reserved monster up on the top of the pipes. Yep. Looking past the figures in front of me and ducking to the side, kind of leaning up against the, the old stone wall... As I notch my bow, I'm using my focus thing. What's yep. it called again? Uh, your, your, your Slayer's Prey. 
That is my. You could also opt to cast a spell. Is another thing you do. You do have spells. Yes, keep them in the back of your mind. I was looking at those. Yeah, but I think I'll stick to my slayer's prey. So your bonus action slayer's prey. I am going to. So this is uh, what isn't conveyed here very well. Is the vertical? It's quite. uh, It's quite tight. So you'll get. They'll get a slight AC advantage for the cramped space intruding through spaces, uh, and they're sort of in the pipework. But you will still be able to attack them, and you have advantage on your first attack. Okay, aiming at the top and going for it. Cool. My advantage. So 11, 11 or 14, so I take the 14. Does 22, I'm guessing, total? Uh, it does. Now I do my... You hit. Your arrow flies true. Lands chunk in the center of this creature. Nice. And then I'm doing my 1d8 plus 4. And a d6 twice. as well. And a d6 as well. You, not twice, because you didn't crit. Oh, okay. Ooh, Yay! Nice. 12 plus 4, so... 16. 16. Yeah. Math. Nice. Okay. Your arrow flies true. <laughs> and this horrible sound comes out of this little, like, weird human mixed with rat sound. Like, it's it's like vocal uh, vocal cords that can't quite make sounds of either properly. Sounds very sick and foul. But this arrow sinks into its flesh and uh, it, it reflexively just pulls it out and it rips the thing out. And... It um it actually its its wound knits shut slightly and doesn't look as injured as it should from an arrow hit mm. like that. And you yeah. get the feeling that it also is resistant to your arrow. Mm. Uh, and then next it gets to respond. I don't like that. No, <laughs> me neither. That's not fun. There is a plot. <laughs> as it drops out of sight behind into the water. And you hear the sound of a valve being turned and suddenly from this pipework there is this green mist just starts to emanate and fill out the area. Hold Uh, your breath! And for now, for the first turn, it is uh, it is only emanated, but it looks like it's spreading and expanding to fill the room. Uh, and then you have uh, hops. So I'm going to use my giant's might to become large, <coughs> uh, get advantage on strength checks and saving throws, and I deal an extra one d six damage to. Is he going to fit in the tunnel? Where? That's fine. Well, yeah, I imagine he'll be right, but. Anyway. Mm, okay. No, no. Let's see what happens. Hops, how does this happen? Do you like roar or what? Yeah, like most things that oh. Hops does, he does a, a big old roar, a big like, brrrr, and then... Why are your roars always like, it's like an a, audio yeah. file that just cuts <laughs> <Yeah>. off? <laughs> Keep, where's the resonance. tail of the roar? He's reserved, Let's okay? get, roar. Wait, where's the rest yeah, of it? he's reserved. Can we have the other Try it like this, Hops. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true adventurer's call. Hop swells up until he fills the entirety of the corridor and presses against the walls and suddenly feels very cramped. Great. Uh, As this is a five-foot space and you now take up ten foot. Great. So you are uh, compressed in this area. That's fine. What are you doing next? I want to try and hit the rat if I can. Do you have reach? No, I don't. Does it give you reach? No, it doesn't. It's after reach. Does being large give you reach? I'm not sure. You know what, I'm going to say that being large gives you reach, okay. but I'm going to impose disadvantage on your attack for swinging sure. in a cramped space yeah. through your two companions. Totally. Okay. So, let's do an attack. 
I critically fail. Okay. Hop swings his axe back and then, unaccustomed to your massive new sizes, and your axe just smacks into the ceiling above you and masonry collapses behind you as uh, a sort of shower of stone and dust falls down behind you and you have to spend the remainder of your turn dislodging your axe. And so sort of see that happen and thank the Night Queen, I'm not going through that again. Try to attach some bite with your bark, if you will. Uh, as you glance back and you see Hops is like twice the size he was before, filling up the entire cavern. <laughs> with like half, the axe that looks half the size in his hands. Uh, Maureen. Maureen. Once again, well, finding yourself at the forefront, getting bitten by things. Yes. Well, it appears I can't go very far backwards as we seem to be <laughs> yeah, the corridor is by a door point. and a large fluffy bear. Sorry. Okay, forwards it is indeed. Alright, I'm going to... I am going to change form. (gasps) And I'm going to shift from the form of my beautiful self into that of a wolf. Oh, cool. Have we seen Marina do this That's before? up to Marina. Ah. Have they seen you do it? I'd say so. Okay. Okay. It sort of, it also sort Druid, of comes with the territory. Druids can shapeshift. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you twist into the form of a wolf. Yeah. What forms will probably change? So some forms might be more surprising than others, but wolf is pretty, pretty standard, I'd say. Mm. Yes. I'm surrounded by smelly animals. (laughs) Using my action, I change into the wolf, and I'm going to... I'm going to try and leap over the top, not leaving the range of them. Mm -hmm. I'll make a dexterity check with your new uh, wolf form to just slip through the gap. It's it's a bit of a press here. Um, Yep. Not looking for a very high DC. Uh, da, 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 da. The dexterity of the wolf. So that is an eight. Does it have any skills? Athletics. Uh, just hearing, smell, and pack tactics. Okay. With an eight, that's pretty low. I'm going to say that, yeah, you, you attempt to leap through the crack, but there's just two giant rats in the way, and you, like, push through, and they push you back into the square that you're in. Um, yeah. Right, Unless you want to force moving through your opponent's space, which will provoke an attack of opportunity. I believe that is also the rules, but I'm again, yeah. I won't go that far, just a lot of pushing and snarling and snapping. Yeah, that's kind of how I figured it. If you could dexterously get through the gap without sort of pushing yeah. through it, yeah, but cool. Sort of sizing each other up. But you do gain a whole bunch of hit points in the wolf form, so it's a nice way to keep yourself safe too. Uh, and then it is the rats who are going to retaliate against this action, this beastliness, mm-hmm. and bite your wolf form and get a 12 verse AC. You miss. And then an 11 verse AC. So, surprised by you assuming this new form, the rats sort of... Actually, hang on. That is a mistake. That is the dire wolf I was looking at. The 12 still misses. Hey, dex mods. Yeah. Uh, so, the rats attempt to... Attempt to bite you, but in this, there's been a sort of a, a natural order, like reshuffling of what was going on. These giant rats were picking on this spindly witch, and now there is a large 
pack wolf in front of them. So they attempt to bite you, but it's with that trepidation that they didn't have before, and you can dexterously move out of the way. Uh, and then it's Rusty. A bit perturbed by being cornered into this edge of the sewer between the rats and two large beasts, I um, s- scuttle forward, pulling out my dagger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ram one into the underside of the rat in front of me's head to take advantage of their perturbed state. Make an attack well. Let's do it. That's 12. You plus, hit. Yeah, cool. Plus six. All right, and that's just my damage. Mm-hmm. One D. F- that's a four, right? That is a D four. So six. You sink your knife into the rat's belly, and this geyser of filth comes out, and it seems severely wounded by your attack as it takes six damage. Okay. Do you want to finish it off, Hops, or do you want to try and uh, bring the ceiling down again with another blow? We'll try. And at this stage, the mist. <laughs> fully encompasses the entirety of this room from the valve that's been pulled. Uh, But not quite where you are, just the room. Uh, And... Mechanically, the creature has actually taken a hide action, so Mm -hmm. you would need to use a perception, which is an action. You need to use an action to find it, unless it reveals itself. And you'd need to beat its check as well. My guess. I'm gonna try and see and try and hit the whack, the the whack, the rat, the rat. Whack rat. Stupid whack, but... Hey. That was a natural twin. You just jump between the two, don't you? <laughs> uh, roll damage. Okay, and I want to. Which rat are you attacking? Uh, this one. The unwounded one. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to deal an extra one d six damage to one attack per turn. Yep. Yeah, you you deal that with your attack. Yep. No and, worries. Uh, Is that that's due to your giant form right now? Yes. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. giant's might. So six plus four. And then plus the four. Fourteen. So, uh, how do you take out this rat? I, being so frustrated that I got my axe stuck for the first time, I give another big sort of roar and then just cleave it straight in half. Over the shoulder of the wolf? Your axe hits the stone with, with a crit, with this mighty swing. In fact, the stone that your axe hits breaks in half but there was a rat in between, and this giant rat is just cleft into the nice. filth and innards just collapse out of it, hot and steaming onto the ground as you pull your axe out, and the balding albino rat is dead. I also say, rat's off to you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that your first adventurer's quip? Yeah, yeah. I have so. like a proud father, Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know that feeling's too well. Hey, oh. let's not get too sentimental. <laughs> We're in an enclosed space. Come on, finish him oh, off. Man. I look at... All right. Now, you're in contact with me and you're an ally, so I also, like the rats, have pack tactics. Mm-hmm. So I gain advantage on my attack roll. Very good. An 18 and an 11. So 22 to hit. Roll... I'm not even going to get you to roll damage. It has one health left. So as a wolf, uh-huh. Marina dives in, and what do you do? 
I grab it around the throat and shake it vigorously and flick it off to the side. There is a violent squeaking of a rat as its life is ended and it's chucked limply to the side of the room. And then I stalk, quite like I did in my more human form, into the room, searching and and seeking the spray. Yeah, sort of around the edges. It's not quite filled the room. It has filled the room. It has filled the room? Yep. All right. Well, we have to proceed through here. So probably the faster we do, the better. Get to the valve, I say. All right. I'm going to sprint through into here. Mm -hmm. Make a constitution saving throw. All right. 16. A 16 passes... So you'll only take half damage. So you take two poison damage as the, the sort of foul, uh, noxious fumes fill. It's, it's poison damage, but it's almost acidic in the way that it burns your lungs as you breathe it in. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and from, from the embankment, as I can't do it any other actions, I'm going to try and seek out uh, the rats or even the mechanism the cool so without an action to make a full perception check just glancing left and right in the dark you don't in the time that's left in your turn you don't manage to get your bearings enough but next turn you think you'll be able to after killing a rat and diving over there yep okay uh so we have the rats that are now dead rusty i think Mm, i don't know what's kosher but i'm wondering if i sort of sit back outside of the it's up to you I, I stay back and use my round to yeah. basically you, co- you, coach through. Yeah, the, you probably have the experience yeah. to know, you know, yeah. that that's I, not good to run into. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll call through and I'll yeah, be like, I've ingested enough poison gas in my time. I think a few more breaths might have me done. But I saw him head over the back of the pipes and a uh, little more to the right. That's it. Okay. I can't, I'm beyond seeing at that point. So I think if you dive b- back there, you'll be where the lever must be. All right. Next up, you guys don't see anything. Okay. What do you do? Do I get turn? Yeah, yeah. That was oh, that was the creature's turn. Okay. Hops. I am gonna go into the smoke because I've got advantage on saving throws. So, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna help. You do advantage on Constitution saving throws. On just on saving throws in general, while I've got giant smite up. Oh, my costume. Strength saving throws. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's strength okay. saving throws. Okay, then in that case, maybe I won't. I instead will stay back um, mm-hmm. and I'll start bagging up those rats. <laughs> okay, you bag up the giant two rats. Yeah. Disgusting. Great. But you want your money. Uh, so we'll just go. gold pieces, I'd wish. Yeah. Maureen, your turn. You begin your turn in the smog, constitution saving throw. Lucky you got rat form. Oh, I mean, wolf form, so you got the health to burn. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a natural one? You take eight poison damage as that sort of like your lungs and your your held breath had held true for that first turn, but then you actually get your first full in and it just burns your chest. Uh, What are you doing? Uh, I want to look around and and see if I can basically see if I can see that uh, rat anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's not going to get the jump on me. And then I want to look for... Make a perception check. Yep. Alright, I have advantage on wisdom saving throws that rely on hearing and smell, which is probably a complete... <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to say in this instance, in this environment, your smell advantage is ruined yeah, by the fact that it's just an overwhelm 
amount of sense in here. All right. Uh, 16. With the 16, you don't spot a single trace of that wear rat. Uh, but you do spot the valve, the, the big cranky valve, which is just in here in yep. the water. And it's actually like at the waterline, half the valve's coming out of the water, half's under it. All right. And that's uh, time for the perception check. I would count as my action. You, I'll give you an action on this turn to do stuff. Okay. I am going to... Unfortunately, a wolf isn't particularly dexterous at turning valves. It's, it's one of those big circular ones. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it might need to be, be a bit more... You're going to need opposable thumbs. <laughs> through the darkness. More or less. All right. Well, it looks like it's just going to be up to me, and I'm going to change back into my form as I jump into this... Well, actually... I'm going to be a little bit dainty about this, and mm. I'm going to climb up onto here and see if I can... Target from on top of the pipe. With your paws? No, with my human okay. So to, to make the check to get to the top as a wolf? If you don't transform, I'll let you give it a crack this turn as a wolf. And then you, because you've already done the perception check, uh, and then you can kind of stay the wolf for the health and stuff, but uh, it'll obviously be harder. If otherwise, yeah, if you transform this turn, I, you know, you won't have time to turn it. Well, I don't know how loose it is. It will be is. funny if you succeed. Yes. So you may so, as well yeah, I'll, I'll jump on top as the wolf, and I'll, I'll give it a first initial attempt like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, make a check with... I'll give you disadvantage. It's going to be just a, <laughs> a strength check with disadvantage. Whoops. Strength... Uh, lost it. Crit. Oh. And a 13. So crit, crit in what direction, sir? Well, it was disadvantage, so I have to take the lowest. So 13 total. Yeah. Okay. Um, your paws press down on the valve and you're kind of kneading it with your paws <laughs> and it, it starts to spin. <laughs> and there's just slowly the gas valve is turned off. Yeah. And while the gas is still going to hang in the air for a little while, um, probably a few turns, the actual source of it has diminished. <laughs> Nice. It's only DC 10. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm spend what remains of my action running back. All right. You spend some movement. So we yeah. get back to about here. Yeah. Not quite out of the poison cloud, but probably Come visible. Come here. All right. So you are hesitant to get your hands dirty then, I see. It's like, boop, like the yeah. paw turning. I uh, sort of give you a look that just immediately communicates, says the person not in the poison cloud. <laughs> And uh, fast-tracking at the beginning of your next turn. Con-saving throw in wolf form. Uh, another seven. You fail and take nine poison damage. Oh. Which I'm assuming is probably going to drop you out of wolf form. Yes, I was on one. Ah, oh gosh. So you take eight damage as a witch. Oh no. And then you stumble out of the gas. That's fine. We need our witch mini. I have... Eight more health. And uh, over the next couple of turns, the, the were-rat is completely not present. 
uh, and the gas disappears and you can enter the room safely. All right. I think we should continue our explanation. exploration, he explained, in, in the next... In part three. Yeah. In, part three. Yeah. in the next episode. These ones are short and sweet. Yes, yeah. good fun. We got we got stuff killed though. Yeah, that's yeah. what matters. Yeah, yeah. We got part, we got some contraptions dealt with. Got a little bit of poop involved. It was fun all around. <laughs> I poop, think you'll uncover gaps. the mysteries of the sewer in the next episode. As we enter the depths. <laughs> Thanks for watching, right. everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.